If you have to choose just one stock, Apple or Amazon, which one would you choose to put into your portfolio and why? That is the subject of today's podcast. My name is Pierre-Luc Poulain for the Inside Finance Cafe. Thanks for being here. article today on the market watch website by jeff reeves amazon versus apple which should you own if you can only own one those two companies have been uh, on the front line sorry for the paper and they are at the forefront of um, imagination they are part of the fang they are part of our everyday lives and uh, we could wonder if we had to choose between the two of them which one would you prefer to have in your portfolio and jeff Rees here in his article does a very nice analysis of uh, different points to look at in both of these uh, those stocks and we'll go to look at them uh, together so he says here about the share the, the share or the share momentum he said the winner is amazon if you look at the last one year amazon has uh, returned 108 percent apple 49 percent and the s p 500 has returned 15 percent so the clear winner here on momentum is amazon in a one year two years it's 270 100 for apple 44 for the s p it's incredible five year return <laughs> look at that Amazon have returned 544%. Apple has a nice return of 220. And the S&P 500, not bad, but 71%. Isn't that interesting? 71%, but it looks small in comparison. And on a 10-year return, of course, 10-year right now is very, very big because we are in 2018. And 10 years ago, it was 2008. So we were at the bottom of, of the bubble that has, you know. So 10-year return, Amazon has a 3,400%. It's incredible. Uh, Apple 1,300% and S&P 500 is 200%. So on the basis of the uh, momentum of the sheer wave of on which it's riding, Amazon has a momentum, has a big, big wave of cash. And right now, the, its valuation is about $862 billion compared to Apple, who, what is about $1,000,000.058 at the moment of this recording. So Amazon for the first price targets now. So price targets. So Jeffries here goes with uh, Stifle and Jeffries, and he says that the price target for Amazon, the relative consensus of the no, no in the known people in the known, it's about two thousand five hundred and twenty-five dollars right now. Amazon is uh, at seventeen hundred, so they are expecting a twenty percent upset on part on the part of Amazon. And if you look at Nomura or J.P. Morgan or other estimates on Apple. Uh, their target is uh, $215. So Amazon, uh, Apple is currently at $218. And the target is about $215 for a year from now. So right now, the targets from the analyst, they are giving a 20% up uh, tick to Amazon versus uh, a 0% uptick for Apple. So right now, the, the winner will be Amazon. The current valuation, so if you compare to P, uh, the PE uh, ratio, um, Apple is at 17. If you comp that is pretty surprising because Apple is a growth company, is a tech company, communication company, and they are currently uh, uh, trading at 17 times the forward earning that they will earning in the next 12 months. If you compare that to the current state uh, of the S&P 500, they are uh, the trading is about 18. And if you compare that to the Nasdaq, more of the tech companies, they are trading right now at 22. So compared to their peers, Apple is trading at a discount. Can you believe that? Uh, Amazon, on the other hand, it's never been trading at a discount. They are trading at 80 times their earning, and that's 
pretty good because in the past it was more in the vicinity of two, three or four hundred times the earning because Amazon has has yet to show regular profit year in and year out. So uh, on that valuation, on the pure valuation base, let's say that Apple is more attractive. And on top of that, on the uh, the fact, yes, it's worth $1.05 trillion, uh, Apple, but of that, you have $250 billion that are that is in cash. So actually, that that is a, yeah, that's a nice uh, that's a nice blanket to have uh, as a safety net, if 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 you will. Um, so that's number three. Number four, uh, the recent product launch, they they give the edge to Apple. Of course, that if we talk about products, uh, nobody can ignore iPhones and the new lines of iPhone with the iPhone X and XS are uh, more expensive they have now iphones in the 1200 1500 dollars they are not the big sellers but they tend to raise the average price up and uh, they tend in the they have a very big huge popularity so and they have like 85 million units that has been uh, uh, that will be sold this year so um, they are having a blast they are having a success they're having good margins and even if amazon has their own Kindle and the Fire Kindle and stuff like that. It does not compare in numbers and it does not compare in uh, profit margin because Amazon tend to sell those at cost or maybe below cost sometimes. So that part will go to Apple, but that's not a surprise. Earning results, yeah, if you if you go into the earnings, yes, that part is to Apple's credit too. And I think that's, that's a reason why, by the way, that Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway are attracted to that company because very profit uh, balance sheet very profit very, very profitable results uh, always good margins and uh, yes the the cycle of the iphone has stretched a bit we don't change our iphone every one or two years right now but when we do uh, apple make a nice nice profit on that and the second quarter earnings report that, that uh, were in just july they, they even succeeded in surprising analysts so apple had good results so much so that their uh, stock picked up 10 percent during the week after the result have been shown that's a rarity these days and uh, on Amazon side, it is not the same. They they have a good profit. They have had the the best ever quarterly profit in the last. But it was because they 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 spent less. They, they hire less people. They they spend less. And everybody knows in their industry that it will go back to normal. So the profit will not be as profitable as it should have been. So the earning result that uh, that phase will go to to Apple. And then you need, we're looking at the executive leadership. So it, it, they call it a, a dead heat because leadership, if you take leadership from Jeff Bezos, who is uh, the uh, the founder, he is the, the one that created Amazon. Um, he's still there. He's very, very much involved. And he has a very, they call it a very brash or harsh it's leadership. He's a no-nonsense kind of guy. He has a vision. I've read, by the way, his annual letter to shareholders, and I should have read them before. I, I, I apologize for that, but I was very impressed. If you haven't read them, you should, because my colleagues in French, you know, they are not translated, and sometimes people have difficulty to read in French, but in English, you have absolutely no reason to read it. And, you know, you can read the one that Buffett writes every year, but they are 23 pages. You may think it's a little bit long, but Bezos annual shareholder letter is about three or four pages long and uh, you should go back to the first one he wrote in 1998 and you will feel the um, uh, his leadership and how he he does his business how he thinks and i think that it can influence you it has influenced me <laughs> so that's i drank the kool-aid like they said um but tim cook on 
the other hand, is completely different. He's the second generation. He has not built or created the company. He has been hired by Steve Jobs as an administrator, as someone who streamlined the uh, the process, uh, the manufacturing and the distribution uh, process, and he's been very successful at it. On the other hand, on the other hand, he's not the the master brain as Steve Jobs was. He's not an innovator. He's just doing more and more by increments. So the more I would say, more of a classy business, more in the uh, uh, I would say high end things, and um, uh, so it is disruptive. In if you if you think way back in your uh, thinking at the 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 heydays of Apple when they created all the iPod and iPad and iPhone, it all. I think that those days we will not have that sequence anymore. Um, we don't have to take to to be attached to that, but as a as a CEO goes, Tim Cook is doing a very very good job. It's not comparable to what Jeff Bezos does, but they're very very good at uh, what they are doing. And uh, Jeff reads in his article says it's a dead heat, but at the end, his verdict is that the winner will be Apple as an investment. And obviously, I would say that Berkshire Hathaway and Warren Buffett they agreed because they have pushed. I think they are more north of thirty billion dollars invested in in Apple stock because they're very solid, very good margin, and it's more predictable with the cycle of the iPhones and stuff. So yes, it would be a very good um, bet. But he says after that, I like it. He says maybe I'm chicken. <laughs> I would say my chicken, maybe not. But it, it, I would say that Apple is a value bet, is a safe bet. But if you ask me for a a long, long term, maybe 10, 15, 20 years, which I will close my eyes and look, not look at the up and down swings because I think that Amazon will swing a lot more than Apple. But I will tend to think that on a 10, 15, 20 years basis, I will tend to think that Amazon will get it. And the reason why is the last piece of information I just got about a week ago. It's been there for a while, but Amazon, you know, it's it, they have been in the cloud computing business for the last 10 years and they have made a smash. Uh, they have been in the manufacturing of stuff, of course. But the one thing that they have entered into is the advertising business. It, 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 it has not been that much publicized but uh, if you look at google right now google is dominating the advertising business and google is worth 700 billion dollars just on the base of the click of the because we go on google and we search facebook is worth 440 billion dollars just on the base of the the advertising that they put into our news feed and the third largest person or company that will go and it is into the advertising business is amazon and I think it will be more important than ever for many, many, many reasons. One of them is Alexa. Can you imagine when we will order by Alexa uh, without a screen and how much it will be important to have some type of advertising or some hedge when we want to sell our product or be there because we'll be just voice first devices. We won't be on the screen. And uh, Amazon has a big, big, big hedge on, Am on Alexa and with the Echo and everything. And people are, are beginning to order things by just voice. So on that thing, I think that the, their, their platform is close to Google, close to Facebook. And I think they will be uh, commanding attention very much so because they are directly involved into selling things. Their main goal is to sell you things. Facebook, it's the, it, it is entertainment, it is connection, it is friends. Google, it is search, not just uh, buying things, but Amazon, primal, their primal goal is to sell things. So 
the closest you will be to your dollars when you sell stuff, if you are uh, a price, if you have a product that can be sold on Amazon, I think that there will be a lot of billions of dollars of advertising that will go there and that will put them uh, in a very, very good position. And there is not much that Facebook or Google can do about it. So I think on that on that thing alone, it will give them an edge. Will that be a good investment because it's it's valued at, at this point very very high and it, the part of that is already into that valuation. But ten years ago, you know, three thousand four hundred percent ago, ten years ago, the vision was there, and I will I was still thinking ten years ago was I wrong was I wrong that the the stock was high because of the PE ratio. But we are, we now know that the PE ratio is one thing to look at, but it's not the only thing. And with a story like Amazon. Um, we can look at, at different things. One thing is for sure, and the question was, which one would you have? For a shorter term, less than 10 years, five years, I will have Apple. For a longer term, 10 to 20 years, I will have Amazon. But um, you can see that both those companies, even if they begin by A, even if they are in the FANG, uh, what we call the FANG of Facebook, Amazon, and all that stuff, um, they are very, very, very different. Two different business models, two different leaders, two different paths. Even if they are very, very big, they are on different terms. Uh, yes, because of the internet, but their, their, their uh, business model is so different. So I will not feel bad, and I don't feel bad because I have them both. Uh, for the, for disclosure, um, I would not feel bad to have that both in my portfolio because they, they, they play a completely different game. So that was uh, purely plain for the, uh, <laughs> the Inside Finance Cafe today. And that uh, I will, I will be give you the, the link to that article, uh, very well written. And that was very inspiring for me today for uh, the difference between Amazon and uh, Apple. I hope you enjoy. You can find me on the Facebook, Twitter, all the usual uh, suspects, LinkedIn. Preferably, you can uh, write to me. I will, uh, I will answer, of course, uh, in English. I have less of an accent when I write than I, when I speak. But <laughs> so, thanks for uh, listening to the end, and uh, see you next time. Bye.